Hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Design Your Legacy. I am really excited to be recording this because I have a guest with me and my guest is Helen Ruby. Hiya. <laughs> um, and today we're going to be learning a little bit more about Helen, about her journey, about what she's doing now and what she stands for. Um, we have a lot of Giggling away. What do I stand for? We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. You can make it up on the spot. Um, uh, yeah, so Helen and I met a little over a year ago and um, a friendship blossomed and um, I think we stand for some very similar things. Yeah, so lots we, of things in common. Lots of things in common. Hopefully. Both from north of London. Oh, north of London. <laughs> yeah, a lot, lot, lot north. <laughs> You sound accent. you sound more northern than I do though. Yeah, I feel yeah. I and my accent softened as yeah. well. Yeah. If you believe that. <laughs> um so yeah, so really exciting episode ahead for you. Um if you're new to the podcast, the Design Your Legacy is a, a podcast and YouTube channel where I hope to encourage you to go out there and really live the life that you want to live because there are so there there is a wonderful life waiting for you and you just have to be brave enough to go out and get it and um and live for the moment and enjoy every second. So, without further ado, Helen, hi, over to me. Over to you. <laughs> the, pressure is on. the pressure is so on. much better when you interview someone else. No, no, this is, this is your interview. I'm interviewing, right. Okay, right. so, well, right. it's a conversation. It's going to yes. be it's a, a chat. Fun. It's a chat, it's yeah. a fun conversation. Who knows where it's going to go. We don't like know. Like life. Yeah, like life. Gosh, see? <laughs> Straight in <laughs> there with the inspiration. So, yeah, wait, this is a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, Helen, who are you? What do you do? You? Is that better? You can look at me, you or can. you can look at the camera. Oh. Or Russell, let's... We've, um, we've been recording this and Russell's been laying all over the table and just being a little tart, hasn't he? So he's disappeared. And now he's disappeared. And he's gone. Really By the way, if you are new to the podcast, Russell is a cat. <laughs> not just... Like not, a crawling human. Not like a crawling... <laughs> not like my, my boyfriend who just lies <laughs> all over the table. <laughs> Can you imagine? Strange. Anyway, um, Helen. Yes. Who are you? What do you do? Who am I? What do I do? Where do I come from? <laughs> um, so I'm. I feel weird. Yeah. I'm Helen. Um, I'm an actress, writer, and self-discovery coach. Um, yeah, and that's what you do. That's what I do. Um, in between living my life. Which is the most important thing. Which is the most important thing, like, and not to get too fixated on, yeah. like, who you are and what you do. Yeah. There's, like, so much more in between that. Yeah. That we get so stuck and, like, we're like, oh, what do we do? Who are we? We get so much time spent on figuring that out that we forget to live and yeah. actually just be. And just be. And yeah. just enjoy. And this is something that I've learned massively over the last yeah. year well i was just i was just telling helen that i have a tattoo on my ribs that, <laughs> that says live for the moment and i had this tattoo when i was 18 um and so i've always had this idea in my mind yeah. of living for the moment yeah 
but never really understood what yeah. it meant until yeah. I was ill yeah. um, and went on part of my own journey and, you know, and kind of get woken up to, yeah. to what life actually is and yeah. what life can be. I think, because life can be really magical, but yeah. when we are so fixated on who we are, because I always feel really awkward asking this question. It's like, it's helpful though, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, it's just to, like, compact everything yeah. into it so that you learn a little bit about, a snip about yeah. it, but then it's so uncomfortable at the same time, yeah. it's like, it's like, God, who has that day like, can you please like, put yourself into a box? Yeah, yeah. And, like, and you teach people not to, and yeah, you're yeah. like, but can you just do it for this? And yeah. it's fine, it's like, yeah. it's a way to introduce you, isn't it? And, yeah, but definitely. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's cool. Okay, it's, it's, it's all cool. All it's cool. all good. It's so, all good. And this is the thing, so this, I'm taking No, so come on! Take control. This is the thing. It's like this is just a chat. So yeah. I'm not chatting as an actress, as a writer, as a self-discovery coach. It's like I'm a human who's been through something. I'm going on my own self-discovery journey, and that's probably like where I am mm -hmm. having a chat with you. See where yeah. you're up to in your journey, and yeah. because it's all work in progress. We're all trying to figure this out as much as we think we've got control over yeah. it. We're all trying to figure it out. We're all trying to figure it out. I did a live the other, the other day that was like, I don't know what I'm doing, and that's absolutely perfect. Yeah. Because yeah. nobody does. No, nobody knows what they're doing. Everybody's trying to figure it mm -hmm. out. And, um, it, you know, it's all a journey. It's not a, I do this, and then the end. Yeah. It's kind of like, there's a whole load of stuff that goes on. Yeah. Yeah. So how how did you come to be where you are today? Because you do lots of different things. Yes. Acting. I mean, yeah. acting, writing, and then being a self discovery coach. Yeah. Is like there are three different, three very different. Yeah, things. and it's it's really interesting because actually, like they're the same thing. Yeah. They have like this, and so interestingly, like I learn about the hero's journey, which is Joseph Campbell's hero's journey, and I learned that through acting through writing mm -hmm. and also through self-discovery coaching yeah. and it's like oh like like it's about the human experience mm -hmm. and where we struggle where we thrive where we need a little bit of guidance and yeah. it's all basically the same thing that we're like an actor is just reenacting a human experience so it's like everything is like all the same thing anyway yeah and actually like being an actress then I was like how can I do the coaching but it's just an extension yeah. of understanding why people do certain things and yeah. what their point of view is and like actually the longing to belong and mm -hmm. to love and then the fears of being rejected yeah. or abandoned. Like Oh, I love those ones. They're like, they're like the favourite of where people get where we all get stuck yeah. on but like I'm still there, like I still yeah. have fears. Um and we and we all are because we all have an ego and we all have we all yeah. live on the survival instinct and that's what get and that's what gives us these fears. Yeah. Because they those fears once upon a time kept us alive. Yeah. We don't really need those fears anymore. And well that's the thing, it's like it's still helpful, isn't it? Because it's like we go to a road and we don't jump out in front of the road. Like yeah. there's still healthy functions. Yeah. And it's actually got us here. Like we yeah. celebrate the fact that, oh brilliant, we're here. Yeah. We're alive. We made yeah. it. Yeah. You know, it's not a completely wasted journey. No, or no. Like a completely like egotistical journey. It's like just learning 
how it can help you free you up. Yes, and there's a huge element of really learning to love that every aspect yeah. of yourself and yeah. learning to love the ego. Now, I, I wasn't really planning on taking this into the ego, there we go. but there right. we go, here we are, this is life. And um, and the ego gets a bit of a bad uh, rep yeah. in spirituality and on people's journeys because it's like this thing that it, it makes you... You know, it, it does drive, it is your kind of fearful voice. Yeah. It is, it is the negative chatter. It is the thing that kind of can hold you back from living a wonderful life. Mm -hmm. But also, it um, it did serve its function, but we have to, it's part of us. Yeah. We have yeah. to learn to love every part of us. Yeah. And, and in some, some spiritual people speak about ego death. And, and yeah and transcending the ego and all that actually is is learning to love it yeah exactly and it's all it is like that whole like leave the ego at the mm. door but it is part of us and yeah. it's just almost not being a slave to it so yeah. not being like so making it conscious of why we're doing these things yeah. and why we're making these decisions yeah but not to yeah completely abandon it yeah no because no. you're rejecting a part of you because like then you're rejecting a part of mm. you and rejecting a part of you which i think on some level uh, subconsciously we do a lot or not even well I think we just do we do reject the parts of ourselves mm -hmm. that we don't like um yeah which is easy to do which is really easy it to makes do. sense doesn't it like we want to fit into society yeah. like most people want to be like want to get on with everyone yeah so you feel like you have to quickly reject the parts that yeah. don't fit in that don't fit so yeah. you then you feel you need to change mm. and I think we're all on a journey to change and self-improvement and you know self-help and all of this and that's why I really like um, self-discovery yeah. because it's about learning who you are in your truest self yeah. rather and loving that rather than trying to improve yourself because actually yeah. you don't really need improving. Yeah, yeah, because that's the difference, isn't it? Isn't it of like setting goals where you're like fixing yourself yeah. all the time and it's like it's just that acceptance yeah. and actually like a bit of rest sometimes yeah. and just that pure love and I guess I don't know whether because obviously I know your journey and like yeah. what you've been on but I know for me just to explain like I've been through a similar journey and the fact that I have like stage four non-Hodgkin's lymphoma I'm in remission now but that meant that I had a massive wake-up mm. call to you know what what I was doing here like what yeah. life is all about like waking up to the fact that everything's happening here now um and yeah and to take care of yourself yeah. as well and to love the person that is inside of you because especially when we've talked about you go through chemotherapy and you lose your hair like you lose your body changes like you lose this identity of like who you are and then you're really forced you're like I've got two options here. I completely abandoned myself and really give myself an extra really hard time yeah. or take care of myself and love myself. And that for me is something that I've never done before. That yeah. I've never, and then I felt the benefits of actually like, oh my God, like I'm trying my best in this world. Yeah. And how much easier would it be if I was on my own side? Yeah. yeah. I mean, very, very similar experience to me. And what you realise is mm -hmm. that you 
your identity really isn't in who yeah. you are. Yeah. Yeah. Which we come back to yeah. like what we started from. It, it's not in yeah. how you look. Yeah. It's not in it's not in how you look. It's not in like what you've done in life. Yeah. It's, it, it's really well, you are just presence in yeah. the truest form yeah. and, and and I really love what you said it's about the here and now life is the yeah. here and now yeah. life isn't what we did yesterday life isn't yeah. what we're going to do tomorrow because yeah. as well as you know tomorrow yeah. just might not yeah. come and one day it won't that was really brutal I know <laughs> 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 spoiler alert <laughs> Um, but it's true, like yeah. we need to wake up that like we're in a bit of a delusion that we're immune to getting sick or we're immune to things happening and actually like even like getting cancer myself, like I, it was in my family mm. and I've stressed about it so much all my life, like worrying that I was going to get it and actually the type that I got was not hereditary, it was yeah. nothing linked to my dad's cancer or any of my other family's cancer. And I was like, I've like spent so many years worrying about this mm. when it didn't change it. And actually it was like a thunderbolt. And I was like, nothing could have prepared me for this. Yeah. And yet what I thought is when I look back, I was like, I wish I'd just enjoyed my life a bit more and yeah. enjoyed the fact that there was nothing, yeah. you know, I didn't have any health problems and yeah. just in, in completely embracing that. And then it's like, well, I have to take that lesson forward yeah. and I have to spread that message as well yeah. of like, just get on with your life. Like yeah. life is not going to wait for you. Yeah. You better get on with it. Yeah. Yeah. And so what does that look like to you? If you, if I'm sat here telling you, I don't know what to do. I, I, how do I live my life? What, you know, as it's a big question. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> how do you live your life? Yeah, like what, what, um, because I mean, I tell people all the time that, you know, go out and live your best possible life. It's anything mm. is possible for you. And, you know, actually, I think what a lot of people struggle with is, well, how? Yeah, and I completely, and one thing that I've realised a lot as well is, it is like how, and um, Joseph Campbell talks about, like, he said that he didn't think that people were looking for the meaning of life. It was the, it was the feeling of being alive and that feeling of being alive is being present. And it's that magical moment where like time stops, time doesn't exist. And it's like that pure, like I am alive. And that doesn't always come of like, you think this future moment will come where you will feel this elated feeling and your life starts now. And you'll chase life of like, I want this job. I want this person to make me happy. I want to go to this destination that's going to bring me everything and even like you think of like a holiday the excitement for a holiday and it's like you get there and you're like it's pretty disappointing because you like thought that this is going to be like everything that you're going to feel these incredible emotions and it's like feel the excitement now like feel that excitement that this holiday is coming but you feel it now so that you can kind of allow in all aspects of the day yeah. it's actually like it's impossible to feel one emotion for a whole day it's like waves of emotion so actually it's like it's just experiencing being alive yeah. and what does that look like to you what sets your heart on fire what 
sparks your soul alive? Like, what does that look like to you? It's completely different to everybody. To me, it's listening to music, it's being in nature, it's being with my cat. <laughs> <laughs> you got two crazy cat ladies right here. So cute. And like being with my friends, exploring places, watching the sunsets, having a drink on the terrace. Like, there's so many different things, and actually, like, just being alive is enough. Yeah. You know, and we can do all these things and they become an expression of who we are, but yeah. actually, first of all, let's connect to being alive. Yeah. I really love that. Let's connect to being alive. Mm -hmm. That's so powerful. And we are programmed, encouraged to live our lives. Mm -hmm for the next big thing, like yeah. the next promotion, yeah. or I'll be happy when I get married, I'll yeah. be happy when I have children, I'll be yeah. happy when, I'll be, if I have this, I'll be happy, yeah. so then I, this it's is what so I'm working for. It's so it doesn't happen. And it's so, so, and I have been running my jewellery design company for seven years, and I I've always been chasing targets. I've always mm. been chasing goals because I thought that chasing those goals would make me mm. hitting those targets, hitting those goals would make me successful. Yeah. Like it's only now that I've sort of I've watched almost every aspect of my life mm. change or fall apart in some way and you know my life does not look like it did at all yeah. 18 months yeah. ago. Um and I and I realized looking back I hit every single almost every target. Wow. Like Financially, but I was so yeah. Miserable. How did it make you feel? Yeah, I was anxious. I was stressed. Yeah. I was, uh, and ultimately, I had to let all of those parts of my life that I wasn't happy in fall away yeah. before, so I can then rebuild. And now, the most important thing to me is being present yeah. and is being here and is enjoying yeah. life now. Yeah. Obviously, we still have the patterns that creep in and you know there's an aspect of enjoying life but finding the balance as well yeah um and there's a balance of setting goals yeah. and being present yeah. as well it's like there's yeah. no harm in setting the goals but it's like where does that come from mm -hmm. is the drive to feel better or to feel successful yeah. or to feel important yeah or that you've achieved something or is it an expression of yeah. your soul and who you are because you if you hit that goal, you will only ever feel that success doesn't come from a goal, it comes mm -hmm. from in here. Yeah. It, it's yeah. a feeling that you generate. Mm -hmm. You can generate that feeling without hitting that goal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And sometimes, and this is what um, I've talked about a lot, like, so after I'd had cancer, I was like, I'm going to live my life now. This is going to be the best version of me. And then it's like, but what does that look like? And because I've always been used to it being right, well, now I need to get a, this relationship because that will prove that I've done the work and that, you know, the universe is working for me or to get the best acting job, but it's all external validations. Yeah. And actually, like, there's, for me, there's so much real peace, real joy, real presence in me that I've never had before. And I can't actually put that into words. It's just an essence of me. And then it's like, everything else that happens is now a bonus yeah. it's like oh you know if i get that role it's like great it's another extension of me expressing who i am or being alive or getting to experience it through a different lens or yeah. something but 
it is kind of like an essence in me now that I can like and also like you don't feel the need to like express it like or put a put your like finger on it of like what that actually is it's like it's just this just peace peace yeah yeah this is just my state now yeah this is just you know my consciousness has evolved so that I just feel alive alive. (laughs) and alive also it's like I've learned as well that like I've always like been craving to be present and whatever and then I realized that there was an attachment to the present moment being like oh my god this is amazing this is incredible and it's like but that's your attachment to how you think it is present sometimes it's like there's a sad feeling or a grief feeling or there's like an empty feeling or like it doesn't always mean that it's isolated and I think when you have those synchronistic moments where everything kind of comes together it happens in the present moment and that's when it feels so magical and so alive and it's like I've actually given myself goosebumps. I know, I'm like really excited by this because this is this this is what I live for now. Yeah, this yeah. is my life. This is yeah. And I think we're both in a similar position where we feel so passionate about it, and this is how we want to. Yeah. This is like the icky guy stuff. This is the I want to put this back into the world. Yeah. And that is it's like I think because you know you've been through cancer as well and it gives you that kind of insight to you know how precious life is and how lucky we are to be here and um how things can be taken away very quickly and how things can change very quickly and I think you know uh, we were going to talk about briefly about the hero's journey but a lot of I found with the hero's journey like I went through this kind of warrior experience of going through something very life-changing and very traumatic and kind of going into the belly of the whale, going into like the dark mm-hmm. So then coming out and then there was this depth of the ego needs mm-hmm. um, and kind of stepping into my true self. But then there's this part where you get stuck, where I experienced it getting stuck, is a refusal of the return home. Okay. And then the refusal of the return home is like, does anybody care? Does anybody yeah. want to know? Yeah. Um, or you can get lost in the applause of mm. other people and then you get you kind of get like a bit confused about what your message is. Yeah. But it's a disservice and it takes time. I've allowed myself to have compassion that I've needed time to heal and to yeah. rest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then it's important to take your lesson back to society yeah. or back to people that really could do with learning and hearing about it so and that's why I think it's really important that people like ourselves do speak out about what we've been through and 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 share that journey and and share the lessons that we've learned but also we were speaking before um we were started recording that um as we rest as we heal ourselves as we learn more about ourselves, as we go on a self-discovery journey and um, step into our true selves and into our into the power that we have within, as we do that, mm. we help everybody around us as well. Yeah. Without words. 
We don't need to yeah. tell them. It just happens because it's a change in our energy and a change in our frequency and that affects everybody. Yeah. And then it has this effect where it helps the whole world. Yeah. Yeah. It's, which yeah, is pretty it's cool. Like, I know. And then, it, you, and then it's like the balance of like not not getting a messiah complex of like taking it too far of like I'm going to change the world. It's like the balance of it. Like, I am um, God. Yeah. <laughs> Which actually, if we want to get into it, we all are. <laughs> but yeah, I think humour will keep you humble, won't it? Yeah. Humor, yeah. Humility yeah. and humour will keep you yeah. human. Human. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. Did you make that one up? I just said it. <laughs> you can have that one. I give you. I give you full credit for that. Thank music. you. <laughs> um, and abs absolutely, I mean, it's authenticity. And I think when you when you've actually learned the stuff and you've actually embodied it yeah. and embraced it and it is now who you are, that is what comes out. You can't yeah. help but be authentic. You can't help yeah. but be um, human. Yeah, yeah. And even, like, the lessons will just keep evolving as well. It's, like, that you have to, like, l at least honour those lessons that you've learned because yeah. otherwise you get stuck. I know, for me, one of the main things about growing through cancer and my you know mine was very dramatic because it was an emergency as well mm. so I was rushed into hospital and it was life or death like it, you know it was very hit and miss mm. and I will fall into a sleep mode sometimes of like feeling like really annoyed at the world or feeling like things aren't going my way mm. and then it's like you fall into a sleep mode of like that that this is how life is when it's like it's this incredible like what an incredible thing to actually be alive yeah. right now like this moment is only happening right now and it's an, and we play it down because it's too much sometimes to even consider isn't it yeah and we play it down so much that it's like we go into sleep mode of like what we do doesn't matter or what we've got to say doesn't matter and it's like it really really does and also, somebody needs to hear your lesson mm -hmm. from you. Mm -hmm. Like, even if that's one person, someone yeah. needs to hear that. And we, I believe that we're all guided on this journey anyway. And mm -hmm. so everything that happens is actually supposed to happen. It's just how everything plays out. So if yeah. you are having a conversation with somebody, that conversation is supposed to happen. Whatever comes out of your mouth, yeah. even if you offend them, it's supposed yeah, to happen. It's just how it was. But if you help, if something that you say helps somebody, like it can, um, I know that, um, or I shared my cancer journey on Instagram for the most part, and I know, I mean, I did that to help people who are also going through a similar thing, yeah. it actually ended up helping me because I kind of recognised yeah. it. And it's, I, it's funny because I, I didn't think about doing it to help me, but I would probably flip it the other way around now and do something that would help me, and then if it helps me, it'll help the world. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 So just back to the hero's journey briefly, then, because I'm not sure everybody will really know what the hero's journey is, but yeah. can you give it a... So, and I have another question about the hero's journey as well, but can you just give like a, a quick example of what the hero's journey is? Because when I've explained it before, I kind of use like the Gandalf 
Uh, yeah. Like the Lord of the Rings, Gandalf yeah. the mentor comes along and helps them and they yeah. all live happily ever after. Brilliant. Is that it? <laughs> and it is, it's that it's the kind Don't of you need Helen. <laughs> Why have you even invited me on? But it is, it's like, you know, and one of my favourites is Wizard of Oz, and yeah. because it's a female protagonist as well, yeah. and it has like a slightly different kind of feminine energy of mm -hmm. it. Um, but it is kind of the trials and tribulations that you will go on um, for somebody to become a hero and you'll get the call to action, you'll usually get a refusal of the call and if you think of Dorothy's journey, like hers was actually a path, yeah. she had to actually go and step onto this road of discovery and what does she learn at the end? That she had the power all along. All along. But she had to go on these different journeys of meeting the scarecrow, the tin man, the lion. Is it called a lion? Yeah. Well, she had to go through all these to learn and yeah. to also make, like, friends and mm. stuff. Um, and to find that she had the wizard in her and, mm. um, yeah, all these doubts. And that was forced upon her sometimes the hero's journey starts with a call that you accept but sometimes it's forced upon you like cancer was forced yeah. upon you that made you awaken and step into who you were yeah. um, and with Doris's that was the tornado yeah. wow and and so everybody will go through their own hero's journey yeah right? and it's and you'll have like you'll have like a major yeah. cycle and also like it's constantly like mini cycles. Yeah, this is this is well, this was my next question. This question's for me. Do I have to go through another one? <laughs> <laughs> have I done that now? But Can it we might take that off. Yeah, unfortunately, like that's not how life works. <laughs> Great. So, like, Which is why it's so important to live in the moment. There we go. We're back to it. Well <laughs> you have learned your lessons. You're now free to go back to society and teach it. <laughs> Sorry, so but yeah, it yeah. is cycles, and you'll continuously have cycles. But the thing is, it's like I am sure that if something more difficult happened again, you've got so many tools yeah. from going through it in the first place. Um, but it doesn't always have to be so traumatic as okay. like what you've yeah. been through. Um, but we're always kind of yeah. like growing and evolving and learning, like. The worst thing would be to stop and yeah. stay still. Yeah. It hurts you, yeah. like it hurts your body. It's yeah. Like, it's painful. It is back to the ego. The ego is there to protect us. It is there to yeah. keep us safe. It is our survival instinct. It is there to keep us safe. But if we do fall into listening to the ego too much, we will stay in yeah. the same place. Yeah. We will become stuck. We'll become yeah. stuck. We will feel we will stagnate in life, and yeah. that is ultimately more painful than taking a leap of faith mm -hmm. and going towards love rather than fear. Yeah, and one of the main questions is when I do coach and when I bring up here's journey is the fear of the dark night soul and the fear of the belly of the whale, fear of stepping into the cave, yeah. and it's like. But we're under a, an illusion that we have control and that we're mm. not in the unknown. Like, we're constantly in the yeah. unknown. All we have to do is, like, realise that. And so it's not like 
it's not a step into, you're already in it, so there's not much more that you have to do. You just have to be willing to open yeah. the door, be willing to have the courage to open it, yeah. because actually the fear is a lot more painful because you're yeah. holding it in. Yeah. You're holding so much energy, and actually these fears you're just carrying around with you every day. Yeah, yeah. You're never as bad as never as bad as you think and and those feelings ultimately unfortunately are what are these feelings when we repress them mm. they're what trigger chemicals yeah. in our body that make us ill yeah and most cancers are stress related be it physical emotional stress and most illnesses are stress related i think it's only like five percent of illnesses in the world are true genetic hereditary illnesses and um it's really difficult to kind of go understand that but um i think when we realize that we are the most important things in our lives mm -hmm. and the most important thing is right now then we can step out of that stress and yeah. step out of that um, and take a different, big deep breath as well. It's like because it, like if you're anything like me, like after I recovered from cancer, then learning about how stress contributes to cancer, then stressing about how stress contributes yeah. to cancer, then stressing about oh my god, am I causing my cancer now by sitting under oh. it, getting in this spiral? It's like take a deep breath, like just everything's gonna be all right. Like, yeah, come back to yourself meditate do something that's nurturing yeah. for yourself then getting into this spiral yeah. of like it's even like for me when people are like live like it's your last day i'm like oh my god i've got so much to do <laughs> this is causing me oh, more stress so i really really do not like no. that um do you have an alternative i do well no what's yours mine is that you're waking up that it's the first day like this oh, day has yeah. never happened yeah like much so it's like that. it's never happened it never will happen again yeah. the way everything yeah. is aligned so yeah. it's like the first day of the rest of your almost life. the last yeah. yeah and it's like what can this day what's what surprises and lessons yeah. are you going to happen yeah. today like what what is going to yeah. surprise you about today so every morning i recite a document which is just kind of brings me back to who i know i am really and in it one of the things is that i i thrive in the unknown wow because that is the realm of possibility and opportunity nice. and and before the unknown is what gave me anxiety yeah and the stress yeah. and the fear yeah because when we live in in that fear it is yeah. really really yeah. awful but then actually you know it's not the it's we're scared of the feeling of fear yeah and it's not it's and we we have a story like i had an incident i know i've told you i'm going to talk about my cat but i had an incident recently that we had this cat she's like we've had her for eight years for a stray cat we took her in friend had her thought she'd not been chipped long story she'd actually had been chipped and we found out then realized that she had another owner so then the panic, this is a long story cut short, we had the panic, I was in fear mode of like, oh my god, I'm going to lose this cat, also thinking, has somebody else been looking for this cat, 
Anyway, complete in fear mode, and I had to really sit with the uncomfortable. One thinking, I don't know what's best for the cat, really. Like, I have an opinion about it, but I don't know. Like, just trust that everything's going to work out. Sit with that uncomfortable feeling. And actually, the owner, we ended up getting in touch with the owner. It was such an incredible story. Like, the owners were so lovely. Like, honestly, I couldn't have picked a better story for, like, how it turned out. Like, they were so lovely, and they were so kind to me. I'm just so thankful that we'd taken care of her. And also, she looked after me during the yeah. cancer. And I told them that, and they were like, I feel like she was meant to be. Yeah. Like, and you weren't supposed to find out that she was chipped because she wanted to stay yeah. with you. Yeah. And it was just all supposed to work out in the timings. And I was like, my limited mind could never imagine that that was going to happen. No. And my fear was, oh my God, I'm going to lose her. I'm going to, like, what's going to happen? But I could, it's the trust of, like, letting things unravel. Yeah. And that the universe is a lot more creative. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's, I mean when we talk about law of attraction and manifestation and we think it has to be this thing and it's yeah. going to come to us yeah. in this way and I'm yeah. going to manifest it like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're not. No. Let the, let the universe. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Let the universe do its yeah. thing. Yeah, it's the attachment. It's yeah. the non-attachment of like, this is what I want to connect to, but how it's going to play yeah. out. Yeah. I have no idea. It's the same with like me and accounts. It's not my invitation. <laughs> Oh, well, this is going to get interesting. But for me, I'm like, how am I going to meet someone? Like, where am I going to meet them? It's like, just one increase your statistics. Like, I have been a bit of a hermit after COVID and stuff. Increase your statistics by actually going out of the house, but also, like, trust that it's going to unravel and the story is going to unravel and it's going to surprise me. Like, I can't imagine how it's going to happen. No, but it's going to surprise you. It's going to surprise you and it's going to happen. And I've told you before, I had a really romantic meeting on a train and we, and the train oh, got yeah. delayed. Oh, and oh, bless this guy was so lovely. But unfortunately, I wasn't in that place at the time. I, I, it turns out I was looking for an arsehole, not a nice guy. But I met him on. I'm not aware. <laughs> I met him on a train and the train broke down and we wow. got we went for a drink because we sat opposite each other and then we were like, are you going back to, oh yeah, okay, because it was only a very limited train from Darwin to Matlock um, and it's only about three stops. So we were going to then, if the train didn't come, get a taxi and we met and we dated for a little while. Oh, you actually dated? Yeah, he asked me out. He said, we went for a drink and then we got the train back. He said, I'd like to take you out. And I said, yes, okay, then we dated for a little bit. That's a beautiful story. Yeah. yeah. Didn't work out. But it, that yeah. worked Didn't out. Didn't work out. Way it was yeah, absolutely. Because mm. also what that's done is it's given me faith that I'm going to meet somebody. And it'll happen. And it'll happen. And you can't plan it. You can't plan it. This is why. I mean, you could take loads of trains. and I could. Increase your statistics. <laughs> increase my statistics. Well, not at the minute. They're all being cancelled. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, well, this is sort of why I, I'm, I believe that we can find some love anywhere, right? I believe that it's going to come to us. I know it's going to come to us how it comes to us. Yeah, this is why I struggle with dating apps. Yeah, I feel the same actually. I feel like it's quite soulless, and 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 on the other side, it's very hard to kind of put like who you are yeah. in like one thing. 
I know. Mine's I really deep. The, is it? It's re- I'm like, I just don't know. Oh, for you. I'm like, I can't do anything else. I don't do, I should write on that, I don't do small talk. To be a star. <laughs> I think they'd probably figure it out. Yeah. I think one of my, <laughs> um, one of my uh, prompts is, um, I geek out on neuroscience, psychology, <laughs> and spirituality. That's literally my answer. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, but it's no wonder I'm still single. No, there's loads of guys out there who well, are into yeah. that. I know. I know. Yeah. On that? Yeah. But you just wait. Well, but this is it. It's because I, cause you would go on a dating, uh, a dating app to find somebody to date. But yeah. that's us having attachment to the dating yeah, app. Yeah, yeah. I find it very difficult. And in, in my mind, I still want to meet someone in mm. real person. That's yeah. just how I imagine it. Yeah. I'm not completely shut down to it. Yeah. I'm open to the other possibilities. Yeah. But it'd be quite nice to know. Yeah. To have the fairy tale. <laughs> I'm gonna sponsor this on YouTube as a single. Oh well, well, you know, and every relationship is like a hero's journey. Yeah, it's all. It's just. It's all. What I love about this is it sort of like solves life, doesn't it? Yeah, in a nutshell. In a nutshell, it all kind of. Well, yeah, it kind of. As much as you can't make sense of life, no. it gives you a little bit of a map, sort of, that yeah. can kind of guide you into this chaos yeah. you're experiencing. And the most effective way to deal with the chaos, don't not to necessarily get too bogged down in trying to figure it out, but staying present. That's the moral of the story today, I think. Is that the moral of the story? Stay present. Stay present. And I think... Yeah, so I mean, like coping mechanisms for me on this hero journey, hero's journey, um, are presence has been the biggest lesson I've learned. Mm-hmm. Presence, connecting to nature, connecting to myself, yeah, loving myself, yeah, like or actually loving like myself, actually like that horrible side that's like needy and like yeah. not particularly, yeah. yeah. Attractive. Yeah, not, not, yeah, just aspects. loving every single aspect. Mm. I'm not talking about you, by the no, way. No, but we I'm, all have it. We yeah, all have it. We all have it, yeah. Some people repress it, some people really show it. Really show <laughs> it. Um, and, you know, I, anger was a big one for me, so learning to love anger, learning to love nice. the shame that I had mm. around myself, learning to love guilt that I felt, learning to love experiences that I've been through that or, you know, traumatic, learning to love all of it. And and when we can learn to love all of it, learning to love the part of myself that didn't like love. Nice. Because, yeah. Nice. Because if somebody would say yeah. love to me, and I'd be like, Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and, but now I'm like, oh, I love you. Yeah, I love yeah. you. <laughs> Because this is where the magic in life is. It's yeah, really it's nice. being open and it's being like allowing yourself to be a bit foolish, yeah. to fail, yeah. to yeah. face your fears, yeah. all a little bit. Yeah. And actually, like, if so, if you get to a point of humiliation, you're getting somewhere. Yeah. Because you're like opening up the yeah. disillusion of like who mm. you are. 
Um, being so vulnerable and is a great wow. thing that you're opening up something about yourself. That's cool. about yourself. So if you feel humiliated, mm. you haven't like been publicly humiliated. No, and this is a difference. Yeah. It's like the actual like humiliation actually comes from the core stem of the work to yeah. be humble. Yes. Like the humus or whatever it is. Um, and actually if you think of humiliation, it's like a very separation of yeah. the word humble. Yeah. And how? Because it's like we think of public humiliation. Yeah. It's like you think of like what actual yeah. public humiliation was that yeah. people would humiliate people for doing something. Yeah. And so actually like humiliation as like society of especially for females as well, of like the shame of feeling a certain way. And actually, like, if you can feel that humiliation, it breaks down the illusion of, like, shamefulness for women, yeah. you know. And then it's like, if you can break that shame of, like, that was never yeah. who I was, or that was never, like, a rule. It was yeah. just this society kind of pressure. Then you also release it to yeah. someone else. It makes it a little bit easier yeah. for somebody else. Yeah. But yeah. feeling humiliation means exactly. getting somewhere. And then we're back to... Doing yourself, you can help somebody else. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, what are your kind of coping mechanisms on this, on the journey? So, one of my massive things is when I get into the kind of that spiral of the thoughts and stuff, is my go to is go for a walk in nature. Yeah. That's a massive thing. And part of that is to activate the senses. Yeah. So when I activate the senses, I'll look um, look at the different colours, like name five colours, yeah. like really look, listen to the sounds, and that really kind of gets you back mm. to kind of like a neutral yeah. state and that you connect. Yeah. Um, and that really, really helps me. And also feeling supported. And there was something about when I went through cancer and I was going through my healing, there was something about when I was in nature that nature didn't have to know what job I did or who I was or how sick I was or how, like, where I was. It was just present for yeah. me and it was like having a big hug. And yeah. also I want to give back to nature yeah. now for yeah. that kind of wow. connection. So that's, that's my major go-to. Yeah. It's like if I'm feeling like I get so stuck or my energy's a bit stuck and I'll yeah. go for a walk and I'm like, Gosh, yeah. like that's like my sacred right. place. Yeah, mm. yeah. Well, I mean, driving force for me to leave London. You guys, I'm leaving London. <laughs> um, uh, is to get back into nature. Nice. Because yes, we have nature here, but it's just not. Really yeah. I'm very, very fortunate where I live. I have yeah. trees everywhere, but yeah. I love that feeling of walking. Smell, smell. Sim the symbol of the forest mm. as well. It's very like going into the deepest consciousness. Oh. oh, so much. Oh, yeah. this has been amazing. Okay, okay, I have one last question. Okay. Um, one last question. Um, <laughs> and then I'll buy you a glass of wine. Um, so, you are allowed to leave one piece of advice and one oh, piece of advice wow. only. Everything else in your life is, you know, that's done. It doesn't matter. Nobody knows any of that about you. Mm -hmm. You can give one piece of advice to the world. What would it be? 
doing this, don't we? Well, I mean, one piece of advice to the world. Any footsteps now? One piece of advice is to wake up. Wake up. Wake up from the sleep. Know that you have the potential to be what you want to be. Or actually who you don't even know you're going to yeah. be. It's like, it's just the, know that there's something special about you. Know that you have your own gift that is so needed in this world. And just wake up. Wake up. I love it. Wake up. Oh, what a, what a fabulous conversation. Thank you so much. Thank you. So where can people find you? So you are actress, writer, all sorts, self-discovery coach. Yeah. Where can people find you? How at, can you help people? Um, probably Instagram's probably the easiest. So at Helen S. Rigby. Amazing. I'll put Helen's Instagram. Yeah, let me know if you... Yeah, it would yeah, be, yeah, any questions. drop her a message, have a chat with her. I will put all of her links in the description below. Um, thank you so much for listening. If, yeah, I'd love to know what you took away from this. So either leave a comment or email me, drop me a message. Um, and yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. It's amazing. Bye.